Welcome to Siempre Positivo. No Barcelona game this past weekend with La Liga on hold due to the Copa del Rey final, which Real Madrid won 2-1 against a spirited Osasuna side in Seville. La Liga will be back this weekend when Barca travel to Espanyol on Sunday with the chance to win the league title. They could even be champions before that game in Cornea if both Real Madrid and Atletico drop points beforehand. I am Sam Marsden. Rick Sharma is on a train to Madrid for the Manchester City Champions League game tonight. So it's just me and Tony Juanmarti for your listening pleasure today. Tony, how are you? How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm you know... Uh... I know holidays, but uh, still this club is uh, what all, all our listeners know, uh, trying while recording this pod, uh, trying to write some messages, trying to know what's going on with Messi, what's happening with Deco, with with all these issues. So, But well, before focusing on, 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 on football and all this crazy circus, um, yes, nice weekend. What did they do the weekend? I don't remember. Uh, ah yes, I, uh, my, my nephews, my nephews from Switzerland. Well, they 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 are from Catalonia, they are from Barcelona, but they are living there. My sister is living there. They came, so it, it has been hundred percent familiar weekend, uh, having lunch with them, playing with them. So uh, everything's fine. I'm now on holidays, as I told you. So uh, great. Tomorrow I will go to Sevilla to visit some friends. So yes, officially uh, in holidays, but at the same time trying to work, trying to to, to find out some things. Uh, I think we are getting on a, on a very hot days with uh, Busquets' future, with uh, La Liga trophy ready to be won, with Messi's future. So uh, <laughs> yes, interesting yeah. week. You touched on a few things there that we're going to talk about in this episode on Messi, on Deco, on Busquets. And yeah, nice weekends all round, I think. I think... Maybe Barca fans didn't appreciate it at the time when they lost to Real Madrid. Obviously, they would rather have won the Copa del Rey, but it did allow the players, um, the journalists, fans, maybe a weekend off with families or in Marbella in some of the the Barca players' cases just to relax a little bit ahead of this potentially title-winning weekend. Just some Patreon news for you before we get into some of the subjects. Later this week, we'll be recording a Q&A for Patrons, so get your questions in on Discord or on the post, which Rick will soon place on Patreon. And we'll also be publishing, at some point, parts of Tony's really interesting interview with former Barca defender Dmitry Chivgalinsky, which some of which is already out on, on Relevo. We're just ironing out a few audio problems. And yeah, that'll be something for you to look forward to over on Patreon, hopefully at some point this week. In the meantime... Two words dominate the news cycle once again. Lionel Messi. Um, it's coming out quite strongly this week. Well, first of all, his reports on, I think El Chiringuito, I think, went first. I mean, the Saudi Arabia links are nothing new, but El Chiringuito said on Monday that it's basically done. AFP, um, no disrespect to Chiringuito, perhaps, you know, slightly higher standards in terms of what they will publish regarding Transfer News also reporting on Tuesday that Lionel Messi will move to Saudi Arabia. Um, we'll hear what Tony's hearing in a second. I mean, Barca, I'm not getting anything from Barca, but from the Messi camp, they're very clear. I mean, they could obviously be lying or just delaying that nothing has been decided and nothing will be decided until the end of the season. Tony, it feels like there were quite a few sort of 
factors at play here, um, whether it's to do with people in Messi's camp who are leaning towards the Saudi Arabian offer who or who would like him to move to, to Al-Hilal because obviously it's a huge contract on the table. Perhaps people who prefer the idea of a more romantic return to Messi. Um, do you think what we can say, one 100%, given that everything that's happened with Paris Saint-Germain over the last sort of two weeks, given the Inter-Miami thing seems to have cooled down a little bit, that after the summer, Messi will either be at Barcelona or, or in Saudi Arabia? Well, uh, first of all, uh, here we explain what we know. Uh, and I'm sorry if I cannot uh, have uh, more information or, or more solid or more uh, content or how do you say contundente? More, uh, Just stronger, stronger information. Yeah, more stronger or, or something percent, something 100% sure, because uh, I don't like to... to to say something that I don't know and I don't have problems on admitting. If you ask me, do you know where Messi is going to play? I tell you, 100% I don't know. But if you ask me my opinion, which is a mix of information and opinion, I think it's more likely uh, Lionel Messi to play in Saudi Arabia than in uh, Football Club Barcelona. Does it mean I'm rolling out he will play for Barca? No. Just at the moment, in my opinion, or what I know, I would say 60-40, 65-35 in favor of playing in Saudi Arabia. What do I also think on people from Saudi Arabia uh, leaking that Lionel Messi is on the verge of uh, joining uh, Saudi? Because maybe they know that Messi has doubts on whether to accept this proposal, so it's a, a way of putting pressure on him, leaking that he already accepted. No, it's like, okay... I'm always doing your job, the bomb. So now uh, it's already like, uh, how do you say, digerido? Uh, di- di- digested. Digested. So we leak that Messi approved the, our proposal and it will be digested. So he won't be afraid anymore on joining us. The step will be done. So it's a way of putting pressure on Messi. What I know is what um, it's two things. As uh, TV3, the, the, the public uh, TV channel of Catalonia, uh, informed yesterday, in the last days, La Liga said okay to the viability plan. Is is uh, properly said viability? Yeah, yeah, viability plan. Viability plan of Barcelona to try to sign Lionel Messi back. But, but, and this is the the, the real update, the only update because the first one is not mine. What I've been told is that in the last days, Barcelona have noticed a drop of the interest of the contacts of Lionel Messi's camp about a hey, how is uh, everything uh, moving, advancing, how is the issue, how is the plan, how our relationship with La Liga. So they were making lots of questions and in the last 7-10 days, it has dropped. Does it mean they already accepted for Saudi Arabia? Only Messi knows. Maybe they are waiting, maybe they have doubts, maybe yes... They think they are going to join Saudi Arabia, so there's no more need to ask. Maybe those who were in contact with Barca, who is not directly Lionel Messi, I for sure can tell you this. Maybe those who were in touch with Barca are trying to push Lionel Messi to go to Saudi Arabia. That's why they want to seem to force that uh, Barca's option is not an option anymore. I This I don't know. Everyone can think whatever they want. But what is 100% sure is that in the club... They feel that the contact with Lionel Messi's camp, who we all can imagine who is this guy, uh, has dropped in the last uh, days. 
Yeah, it does. I mean, the last few days and the stories that are coming out, like you say, the, the percentage scales are tipping towards Saudi Arabia. I mean, what we also know or what has been sort of confirmed off the record by people in and around La Liga is that as part of that viability plan, La Liga would put a value on Messi of at least 25 million gross is what they're looking at. Um, regardless of if he was if he was playing for one million a year. On, in terms of the financial fair play, he would be costing Barca twenty five million based on you know previous earnings, career, and and whatnot, and the way the the way that La Liga validate contracts and how much they're worth. It was the the case with Dani Alves as well. He was on the minimum wage in the Liga, which is you know around two hundred thousand annually. I don't think he had a one year deal, so it wouldn't have perhaps even been that much. But La Liga fixed a higher value to to his contract. Um, we also know that if Barca do want to sign him, they want it done before the US. Tour, which hasn't been officially announced yet, but they are working on games in the US again, second half of July, potential Classico in in Dallas. Um, so we're going to have sort of, I guess, a month window, Tony, from when the, the season ends in June until Messi's contract ends. It's not going to be something that drags on until August like last time. Um, when do you think we could have a resolution? you think it will be before June the 30th? Do you think we'll have to wait until July? No, 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 no. I don't think the end of July. I think... Maximum, the end, I would say less than 30 days. This is my feeling. I would say that... From now? Okay, no, less than 30 days. I would say that June 15 will be already decided. I'm not saying announced. I'm saying decided. I don't think Messi is going to wait too long because he wants with his family to know where they will have to go to plan, to schedule some things, to fix some things. So I don't think it's going to take longer. Yeah, I don't think it's definitely not going to be a situation like we had when he he left the club in in 2021. And as I said before, I mean, it's a big a big part of the signing for Barca is would be, I mean, obviously it's a minor part in the long run, but in the short term, having him on that US tour, the club believe would be sort of a significant sort of boost financially in terms of that viability plan and how much they could generate. Imagine Messi's first games back at Barcelona being in in the US or in a Clasico against Real Madrid in Dallas. That's something they could really monetize um, as sort of anti-footballers. Some people may may find find that. Tony, a lot of people also commenting that perhaps Busquets' decision could be related to Messi. Some people saying it is, some people saying it isn't. What's the latest on Busquets? He said there'd be a decision this week. Um, he spoke with Javi in Marbella over the weekend. I'm imagining that if the league is wrapped up this weekend on Sunday after the Espanyol game... Busquets will announce his future and based on a couple of things Javi says based on a couple of reports based on feelings the the, the feeling at the moment is that Busquets is going to announce that he's going to going to leave the club and not renew his contract well yes um I was um some uh, we go back again to the to the pitch or to the field of the opinion and not the, the information um but I was uh, speaking with one mate uh, of the of this uh, de la profesión, how do you say de la profesión, the, the the our sector, our yeah yeah, just someone who works in the industry, a colleague or yeah, a colleague of another uh, another media, and we were both agreed that in the club where everything is leaked, what does it mean that the renewal of Busquets, no one has been able to say Busquets hundred percent will extend. Yes, it's true that our mate from uh, Diario As, Javier Miguel, said in April that Busquets was going to renew. Now he's saying that it's likely he's not going to renew. So uh, whatever it happens, he will have uh, 
the great mark. Now, I, I want to say that it's very, 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 very strange when some news are not leaked in this club. For example, the official statement of Matteo Alemany, it was released that night because it was quite close to be leaked. My friend and former mate in Relevo, Albert Rouget, had also received the update on the departure of Matteo Alemany 20 minutes before the announcement. What do I want to mean with this? So the club knows that everything is going to be leaked. They need to be so fast with official statements. Okay. Do you know or do you think, Sam, that in a club where everything is leaked, no one has been able to confirm Busquets is going to stay one more season? This is this can drive us only to one point. Busquets is going to leave. And if finally Busquets stays, you will tell me, oh, your theory was not right. Yes, I will accept it. That's why I'm not posting nothing about Busquets because I'm not sure. But for me, it makes all the sense that Busquets will leave. How can he think he will be registered when he's the sixth on the line to be registered? And not only this, but when sports directors, presidents, or also the coach has spoken about him like, we can understand he's tired, maybe he needs to think. It's like they are inviting him not to extend. They are inviting. This is like when someone tells you, hey, we're going to make a party on my home. But if you're tired, better don't come. It's like, yeah, officially they are inviting you to go, but uh, they are more comfortable not to go there if they don't go, if you don't go there. So not only this, also the proposal to Busquets took too long. And when it, this offer arrived, he was already bothered with the fact that the club was not saying him nothing. So at the end, this is a cocktail that for me, it's going to drive us to the point that he will win La Liga and he will announce that he will go to Saudi Arabia. Because otherwise, because if you are going to continue playing for Barca, you don't, in my opinion, you don't say, I already made a decision and I will communicate Xavi after the break last season, uh, last, last week. So this is like sounding like he's going to, 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 to leave. But of course, it's only my opinion. But if you put me a gun on my head, I would clearly tell you that Busquets is going to leave. But I don't know 100% and that's why I'm not writing nothing. I'm just giving my opinion here in a podcast, who is, which is more opinative than, than strict uh, information. Hypothetical situation then. Barcelona beat Espanyol on Sunday. They win the league. After the game, Busquets says, I'm not going to renew my contract. I'm going to Saudi maybe Arabia. No, maybe no, maybe no, maybe no, 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 no. This is no, this no, is not no, your. No, this no, is no. me creating a situation, not your, not you. What you said. Ah, this is yours. Okay. This is me, okay. This, then I will tell you mine. This is me creating a situation. So let's just say that's what happens. Barca win the league. Um, Busquets says, "I'm going to Saudi Arabia. I'm not going to renew." Does that have anything to do with Lionel Messi? Oh, I don't know, Sam. I I've been told from sources quite quite close from the players. <laughs> the maximum source you can imagine from the players, that it's related. Then it's not related. Then it's related. So my point is, yes, of course, it's related. But but saying that both decisions are linked are not doesn't, doesn't mean that whatever does Messi will do Busquets or the opposite. So what for me is 100% like this is like the decision of one will will affect on the other, but will affect on a 30%. So 
even uh, so it's like a, a part of the exam but not the full exam what i want to mean is that of course if messi comes to barcelona it could affect uh, busquets decision but doesn't mean busquets for sure will stay if messi comes that's what i want to tell you Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, some people say they're not linked at all, but I mean, it's impossible on a human level for two people to be friends, to have shared so much together as they have, to have had these long careers. You know, when Messi comes back to Barcelona, him and Busquets still meet for for dinners and whatnot. It's impossible for one decision not to influence the other, even if they're made in isolation. If Busquets is already at Al-Hilal in Saudi Arabia, then perhaps the offer becomes, or, or, or definitely the offer becomes much more attractive for for Lionel Messi on 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 a playing level and on a on a family level, if you think he's going to Saudi Arabia, where perhaps he doesn't have the same setup they had in Barcelona or even in Paris, and all of a sudden you've got Busquets and their families there, people that you know, even though they're obviously you know bubbles of footballers in Saudi Arabia already, but to have that such close link, and Messi does value those close links. It's it's I think it's ridiculous to say the decisions will not be linked slightly, but yeah, even if they're taken in in isolation, they're certainly a thinking point for for both of them. Let's just move on from Messi and Busquets, Tony. It's been a week, and you touched on it before, since Barca announced that Ali Manj would leave the club in the summer when his contract expires, even though it was, well, not when his contract expires, a year before his contract expires, apologies, um, on June the 30th, even though he will stay on informally until the end of the transfer window. And we've seen lots of names thrown about. The one that seems to be sounding the loudest is is Deco, which is interesting for quite a few reasons. I mean, obviously, everyone knows about his close friendship and relationship with, with Joan Laporta, the fact he was influential in Rafinha coming to Barcelona as his agent. But I think it's interesting on, on two levels, I guess, primarily because he is an agent. I mean, how does that conflict of interest work? And secondly, because he's not really an Ali Manj, is he? He's more of a, a Jordi Cruyff. So if Deco is coming, does that tell us that Cruyff's leaving or can the two of them work together? I've seen the suggestion that perhaps Cruyff could do the Ali Manj role because they're, they're, they're two quite different roles, even though they dovetail and, dovetail and they're both sort of sporting directors, if you will. Ali Manj was very much sort of numbers, fair play, um, negotiations and whatnot. Um, whereas Cruyff and Deco, as far as I know, I mean, and you said Cruyff does have some understanding of that. But to bring Deco in and would it be to work with Cruyff? How do you see the whole sporting director situation a week on from Ali Manj's, well, the, not his departure, but the announcement of his departure? Yeah, well, this is the same question I've been asking to people in the club last uh, last days. Uh, but, well, they, they, they feel that Deco can do this if, they, if he has total control of the club, some condition that he wants. Let's see if Laporta gives him. Deco is arriving this Tuesday in Barcelona. They will have conversations. Um, if you ask me, yes, I think that for sure Deco is going to be the sports director. But I think if Jordi Cruyff stays, it's still not confirmed. Let's see what happens with him. I think it's also related with, with other issues, but well, uh, I, I prefer not to talk about this because last time we have talked about this, some Twitter accounts reporting things and, and better to, to, to be quiet with some things. Um, <clears throat> that for me, Sam, the point is that, or what I imagine on my head, is that it's more likely with Jordi Cruyff to be the new Matteo and Deco to be the new Jordi Cruyff. This is, for me, makes more sense, even if I know that Jordi Cruyff is in touch with Xavi and they have good feeling, but Jordi Cruyff and Matteo are quite close, one to each other. They have worked together. So for me, even if it's not a specialist, Jordi is more likely to learn the role of Matteo and Deco at least the first year. And let's see what happens in case, in case Jordi stays, what happens next year. But it's more likely for Deco to, to learn some like uh, more soft first year 
trying to adapt and all these things, and Jordi doing the, the new Mateo. This is what I see. Um, well- what can Deco do with his players, though? With Rafinha, for example, does he have to does he have to give them up? Ah, uh, yes, I think uh, there can be conflict of interest with uh, with uh, with uh, with Rafinha because even if uh, Deco leaves as being the agent of Rafinha, um, it, it's not fair, not like being sports director. Being a friend, because at the end, Deco is friend of Rafinha, former agent, but friend. What can Ansu or Ferran think? So I think, yes, that it's more likely that Rafinha will will leave the club this summer. This is my feeling. Yeah, let's see what happens. Any tidbits to add before we wrap this one up, Tony? Um, Anything else been going on? Uh, 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 oof, uh, I haven't thought about this, but we can... Uh, what 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 can we? Yeah, well, we are going to to comment a little tip. It's it's a stupid thing, but uh, I, I I didn't think nothing concrete. So um, you know that uh, with with uh, teammates, they collaborate one to each other with new signings. It's difficult to get some houses and all these things. But uh, you know that Jules Kunde was living in uh, Hotel Princesa Sofia, which is two hundred meters from Camp Nou, and he was seeking for a, for a home in Barcelona, and uh, he's, uh, he's looking some things to buy, I think he already did, I'm not sure, but he, he's in advanced tax to buy a house here in Barcelona, but in the month of uh, December appeared a good chance for him to move, because when Memphis left to Atletico de Madrid, he offered the house to Jules Kunde and uh, Jules Kunde accepted. So Jules Kunde is now living in the apartment of Memphis Depay. So it's quite uh, funny. He's in sieges. Eh? This, house, this house is in sieges. So he needs to, to, to make almost uh, 25, 30 minutes every day to go to training session. So yes, Jules Kunde is now living in the house of uh, uh, Memphis Depay. I don't know if they will... If they, it's like on loan, of course. But Memphis is not going to be back on Barcelona, so I don't know what's going to happen. But I think, uh, for sure, uh, Jules is going to find a new house for the for the next season. Uh, that's um, yeah, Sitges is a nice place, but yeah, not the ideal place if you're driving in every day for for training. So Jules Kunde was in a hotel from well, I guess he signed July August until until December. A few months of hotel living, Alan Partridge style. Yes, and he was sharing hotel with uh, Frank Cassier, who who was also the first three months living on this hotel in Hotel uh, Princesa Sofia. Yes, now both are gone. Cassier, uh, I think he lives uh, in Barcelona, in an apartment. Uh, but Kunde uh, went to, to Sitges, yes. I guess they're looking for high-end apartments or flats or houses. But you think, given their budgets, it wouldn't take them too long to find somewhere where they where they could live. Well, it's not easy because, of course, it's not the same buying an apartment or renting it. You do know what's going to happen. For example, now the situation of Cassier, it's not really clear that he will stay. I, I can understand that it's it's not easy when they have to take decisions. I, I can, in in fact, I can tell you there are other players which are depending on what's going to happen with them to decide if they want to buy a house or not. So 
yeah, it's not easy, this, this kind of things. But well, at the end for me, when you have this amount of money, Barcelona is always a great <laughs> city to have a, an apartment. Uh, it's not important if you live there or not, but it's never a bad investment to have a, a good apartment in Barcelona for me. No, no. If, 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 if it ends up empty, I would happily, happily move in there for them and keep away the, keep away the occupas. Yeah, do you think you could pay? We could pay the, 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 <laughs> the fee every month? I, I'm not sure about this. Eh? No, no, I'm just looking after. They're paying me to look after the house. Ah, oh yes, okay then, yes. Uh, <laughs> it would be a nice deal for us, yes. Yeah. Right, that's all we have got time for today. We'll be back later in the week for patrons with a Q&A. Stay positive. Stay positive.